Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello and Happy New Year. This is the first podcast for 2023, and I'm actually recording it a few hours before midnight on New Year's Eve. And I'm thinking back on 2022 and all of the challenges and all of the stress and all of the holiday mayhem, and also all of the hope and the excitement and the dreams that I have for this coming year. And I think that it's a theme that everyone in the world kind of goes through on this night in particular, on this week, is to reimagine our lives. Like we go through a year or lifetime in review, we try to sum ourselves up and come up with a really neat little label about who we think we are and what we've achieved. And yet we're more than all that. And I want to point that out because I needed to point it out to myself. I am more than the sum of 2022's parts. And I'm more than my failures and I'm more than my successes in this past year. And so are you. And that's actually a really nice thing. It's a relief, isn't it? To realize that we're human and being human means that we're not little robots out there to just do things all the time. We are human beings and being allowed to revel in what it means to be myself in this moment, coming into a brand new year is kind of exciting. (laughs) And I realized that I have a lot of ambition and hopes and dreams for this upcoming year, things that I want to achieve and do. And I simultaneously would like to reduce that dramatically because I want to just have a chance to enjoy a year without, I don't know, feeling like I'm trying so hard and coming against so much resistance. I guess life is a balance, right? Between how hard we push how much we want to get to our own next best level, right? Next level blaze. Like how much am I working? What am I earning? How many people am I helping out? How good of a parent am I? How great is my marriage? Like, have I managed to finally get through all of the home repairs that are on my plate? Did I, you know, do all the laundry, like all of those things that come up and (laughs) it's a lot. It is a lot. And I want to give myself some leeway to realize that no matter how all of that is going to turn out this year, that I'm doing great. I'm doing fine. Life is meant to be experienced and not necessarily to be judged. And that's a tricky phrase because I recognize when I say it that I do have a lot of judgments, not just about myself and how life is supposed to be, but about what it means to be a good person and how I might even judge others about how much they're being a great person or not. I think there's a danger in not having any judgment at all, like not having any sense of morality. That's not really what I'm getting at with this sentiment. I think it's more about how can I accept myself and love myself for who I am, what I actually am capable of doing and want to do, what I find enjoyment in doing, And could I have a year where I really sink into that beingness and enjoy 
what I'm good at, enjoy what I'm striving at, enjoy what I'm interested in without worrying so hard about the outcome of all of it. So it's, in my mind, going to be more about experiencing my life, experiencing the way that I'm acting and how I'm behaving to bring about my ambitions, but enjoying that process more than focusing only on the outcome that I think that I want. Because I've actually found when I focus on the outcome that I want, my enjoyment of achieving that moment is so brief and I immediately set it aside and strive on to the next thing. And that's exhausting and kind of depressing, really. I don't want to dismiss the enjoyment of effort that feels like it's me. I want to actually spend a year enjoying effort towards things that feel like me being me. So for instance, this past week, I had a magical moment where I went for my walk outside and I finally got a chance to go on one. And because it's been a week of holidays and entertaining and so many people, just everywhere I go, shopping, people, family, get here, get there, come back. And I finally had a moment where I just said, I'm going to go for a walk. And I went with my husband on one lap. So we did one mile together and then he was done. And I said, you know what? I just need another mile. And I'm so glad that I did it because that's me being me. And in this walk, I get to the end of the road. So I'm a half a mile away and the crows come by and they're talking to me. And I could tell that this one in particular was talking to me and not just talking. So it flew by and it did its normal caw, 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 you know, and I did my little wave that I do. And I usually say hi now, but I used to do a back at them. So I did the two. And lately I've been singing to them. If they actually sit in the trees with me, I sing them the ABCs. And then I sing that old, um, I don't even know if it was uh three, two, one contact, or if it was Sesame street from my youth, but that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 12. So I sing that to them and this bird stops and it listens. And then it calls five times. So then I just go six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And I've stopped now and I'm looking up and talking to it and I start walking again and I hear like it sings at me. It's a sound that I've not heard this bird make before, but it's clearly something that I've done at them. I often make like little sounds because it's fun when they're around. And I looked up and I said, is that for me? And it did it again. And it did more whistling and it was more like a tune. And I had the biggest smile. I was so happy. I waved. It flew up off of the branch and it did a really light, um, circle around over my head. And then it, you know, caught once and flew away. And I thought, Whoa, that was a magical moment. And it came out of me just showing up as me doing what I felt I needed to do in the moment and being willing to be present and connect with another creature out on this walk and not care if it was human or not, just be excited that I'm talking with my crows. <laughs> I think of them as my crow friends. I came home and I told my daughter and she's like, oh, that's really cool. I don't even know if I really believe you. She says, I said, that's okay. You don't need to believe me. I know it happened. And I enjoyed that I had that moment. And I don't know if it actually would have happened if I had other people with me. I find that they'll come and watch when I'm walking with other people. And sometimes they'll come and watch me and hop from tree to tree. But these kinds of interactions feel personal. And we're trying to figure out how to talk to each other and what we even want to say and what it means. That's me being me at my best is how I feel anyway, is when I'm 
attempting to connect with another being and understand them a little better. And I feel like they're trying to connect and understand me. And we're not demanding anything of each other. I'm not asking this crow to come, you know, live in my house or follow me anywhere. But we had our moment and we both kept, I mean, I walked, it flew. We went where we were going anyway. And that was magic. So I look at this coming year and think, gosh, I want more of that in my life. And I already have it. And that feels really lovely. And I would offer to you who are listening, what do you already have in your life that just is you? And it makes you feel good and you already have it that you want more of in this coming year. And what if we just make an intention right now that we're open to receiving that, that we're willing to show up for ourselves as ourselves more and more often and be aware in the moment of these magical moments that just come and arise out of us enjoying being who we are, not trying to be someone different, not trying to achieve anything, just being willing to show up, being willing to go with the flow and be present for those moments so that we actually receive them and they build the memory, right? Like we build memories when we're actually present and are able to engage our emotions with what's happening in reality right around us. I want to do more of that. I want to be able to stop worrying so much about what happened before. And definitely I want to stop worrying so much about what's coming next. Because as much as I think we convince ourselves that we can outsmart the future and we have so much control, I think it really just stresses us out, makes our present a little less impactful (laughs) than what it could actually be if we just show up and be ourselves and do what we do. Mm. So that leads me to now wonder, do I like how I show up and what I do? And that's a really important question, I think, all the time, not just at the beginning of the new year, but because we're in this cooling down, slowing down, post-solstice, you know, post-holidays area of life, this is when most of us are reflecting about our past and projecting into our future, who we want to be, how we think we are, and what we think we're getting out of life and how we can craft it into the kind of experience that we want to have more of and the kind of experiences that we want to avoid and make less of. And I think it results in a lot of us trying to make these resolutions. And I know I've talked about in the past that I don't like making resolutions. Just even the word resolve sounds like you're in a battle and it's a big fight and it doesn't feel good. And I don't really want to do it. And it feels hard and it feels like you might get some glory or something out of having stuck to it and gotten through something hard. But ultimately, I don't find that my life transforms or improves in any level when I say I've resolved to do something. I'd rather choose to do something. And even better, I'd like to decide who I am and how I am. And that makes it easier for me to show up and do a thing that I want to do. So one of the things that I've noticed that I've started doing. One is that I recognized before we even got to the new year that the date is arbitrary. I can decide anytime that I'm starting a new thing and I don't have to hold off and wait. And, you know, to that end, you know, it's now a week past the new year. And if you hadn't started yet, now is still a good time. (laughs) So you can always be who you want to be or start becoming that person more and more. And one of the ways that I do it is to try to add something new in add it in a very small and simple, doable way. And I try to tie it to something else that I'm already doing that is habitual. And for instance, like brushing my teeth, I don't think about it. I just 
do it. I don't even think about it as being part of who I am. It's just, it's something that I do. So I get up, I'll go have breakfast. And then before I leave the house, I'm going to brush my teeth. It's been like that for decades now. It's probably not going to change. That's great. But what could I add to it that I wanted to also do? And for me this year, it was the power breathe that I want to get better at breathing. I want my voice to be you know, good. I enjoy doing podcasts. I like talking to people. And I also know that as someone who's grown up with asthma, taking care of my lung health is going to be important to me. How can I preserve that for the long term? How can I make my experience of life better? So we got this power breathe a few months ago and I got really into it. And it was one of those fun things like, woohoo, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it every day. And you're supposed to do it um, 30 breaths in the morning, 30 breaths in the evening and repeat And you can make it harder, like you can crank up the resistance of how hard it is to breathe in. And if you're wanting to like vastly improve your lung capacity and the healing of the lining of your lung, you crank it up until it gets difficult almost to get to that breath 30 and then, you know, stay there and then keep cranking it up. So for a while, I found I could crank it up to three and it's three out of 10 for mine. And I found though that while I could do that, and while my endurance was getting better, I found that my rib cage was not feeling good. And I was like, gosh, everything is just not working really well. What have I done to myself? Like that, I stopped doing it. So one, I, I, I pushed myself too far too fast. It stopped me from enjoying it. So I stopped doing it. I hadn't yet formed the perception of myself as someone who just does power breathe every day. Like that hasn't had a chance to form yet. And then I went to my chiropractor trying to figure out what's going on. He's like, did you know that you can actually throw your diaphragm out? Maybe dial it back. And like, I mean, it's a good thing that you're doing, but don't do it that hard. You're still getting a benefit from doing it at a lower level. And I went, oh yeah, that's really true about everything in life is you still get a benefit from doing anything, even if it's not at like Olympian level. I know this. So I did, I dialed it back. I put it back on two. And I stayed there for this past week. And I've realized that the fastest and best way for me to make this a part of just what I do and not something that I have to remember to do was actually physically moving the thing from like my nightstand over to where I brush my teeth and then back. So in the morning, it's over by my nightstand. I bring it over and after I've brushed my teeth, I do the power breathe, but then you wash it. So while it's washed, I leave it in the bathroom buy like my little night guard for my teeth or whatever. I was like, okay, it's just, it's in the space. I know that I've used it. Awesome. And then I know I'm going to brush my teeth again before bed. So then there it's right there, right by my toothbrush and everything. I've brushed my teeth. I'm nice and clean. I can do the power breathe again. I wash it. And then this time I walk it over and put it on. It's um, like, it has a little container that goes in. I have it resting on that. And I move it back on the nightstand. So now it has a physical location. It moves back and forth. It reminds me if I've done it or not. And it's paired with the brushing of my teeth perfect. It's literally like a two minute habit. So I don't know why it was hard to do before, but I recognized it was because I hadn't paired it with anything. I hadn't made it easy for myself. It was always like off on the nightstand, but I could easily ignore it because it wasn't, I don't know. I just didn't feel that important. That was part of it. And also I was like, "Eh, I don't really, I don't want to do that right now. And now I've changed my mind about it and goes, ah, it's not actually about whether I want to do it or not in the moment. I know that I want to do it in general. I know that it won't take very long. And if I just make it part of what I do when I brush my teeth, it's literally like 90 seconds and then I'm pretty much done. And then I can go to bed and feel great and check a box. So I also know for me, I get like a really 
joyful happiness from checking things off and having lists where I'm like, I did a thing and it makes me really proud and happy <laughs> with myself. So I said, sure, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go get my 2023 calendar. And rather than having one on my wall, which I had this past year, I want like an actual notebook that feels all beefy and nice. And I have every day and I can write my checklist of all these things I want to do because the one on the wall, I was putting down like a W if I did a walk and like a Q if I did my Qigong and then have I taken my vitamins and like all these things. So I had all these little things to write, but now I'm setting up in advance that I have these little check boxes and the calendar I got has little check boxes and I just write next to it what they all are in advance for the week. And then when I do them, I get to check. So I get two checks for the power breathe every day. If I do it twice, if I do it once, hey, I still did it once, I get the check mark. And I've noticed that as stupid as that seems, it's completely motivating for me. So I'm just going to embrace it because that's me enjoying meanness. And that's what works for me. And I know that for all of you, there's something that really works for you that makes you happy about something that you've accomplished. Like, you know what that is. You know what makes you feel thrilled when you've gotten something done. And if it's, you know, having a little sticky note or checking a check off a box and being like, woohoo, I did something on my list. Take that dopamine hit, man. Like do something that makes you feel good. Reward yourself for having done a thing that you hadn't done before or that you do every day. Just bring more happiness into your life. That's what I would offer. Let's bring more happiness into our lives. Little check boxes of simple things. I've hit the point where, I mean, obviously I don't need to check like, Ooh, I took a shower or brushed my teeth. I don't care about that. But for right now, for this year, checking off that I do the power breathe is what's going to get me through doing it. And maybe next year I don't even need that box anymore, but it's helpful for all of the things that I'm becoming. So I'm looking at this time of year to figure out who am I becoming? Who do I want to be? What does that person do? And if it's something that I currently find a little bit more difficult to fit into my schedule or that I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, having my little check boxes and saying for right now, literally it's like power breathe, walking, Qigong. I want to do at least two minutes a day and taking my vitamins and I can check them off at any time of the day that I want, but I want to notice how often I'm doing it or not doing it. And I've noticed it's interesting already that I think of myself as someone who walks. So on a day where I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't walk. I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. And I'll just like go downstairs and walk around really fast around like the foyer and through the little loop to get that walk in. It feels amazing. And it's reminding me that I can still do the thing. I can do it. But it's pointing out to me that I think of myself already as someone who does that. And that's so much easier to make, make myself, <laughs> to make myself do it. No, I don't even want to say that to find myself finding and creating the opportunities to do that, than I would be without. So, you know what, use whatever tools, whatever kind of crutch you need. If it's going to be the list that motivates you use the list. If it's um, tying a new habit to an old habit, do it and build in compassion and love for yourself when you miss days and you don't get the checkbox, because I already know that's going to happen. But something that I like about having my particular system this year is that I can look back on any week and notice that, yeah, I might miss it sometimes, but the vast majority of the time I am doing it. And I think that counts. Like we don't need to be perfect in order to be doing well. So May 2023, be about embracing yourself, loving who you are, where you are on the journey, where you are right now. It doesn't have to be where you're going to be in a year, a month, like whatever, where you are right now is great. I'm sending you so much love, so much excitement. I can't wait to see what we all accomplish this year. Be amazing. 
and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.